What is up, everyone, on the podcast joining? I'm live on Instagram right now with the great Simon Cromer, the eBay and fitness master. <clears throat> anyway, we are going to uh, talk a little bit about how we got started on e-commerce and then answer a few questions that you guys have. So uh, you want me to start? Yeah, Jerry. So how do you, like, what inspired you to get started on Amazon? How did you get started and what are you currently doing? Well, so I originally started on eBay uh, years ago at when I was a personal trainer. Uh, I, you know, so I always ran my own training business. I've always, can, you know, I guess looking back, I've always been an entrepreneur, quote unquote, because I've never liked having a job. I always uh, found ways to work for myself and make money. So <clears throat> on the side of personal training for a while, I was selling on eBay. And uh, then I kind of like dwindled off, you know, things happen in life and then you just, you know, and it wasn't like my main focus at the time. Uh, I really did love it though. So I eventually came back to it and then Caleb moved home from Ohio State because he went to college at Ohio State and he was like one of my best friends, but I didn't get to see him that much. And meanwhile, he was down at school getting the Amazon going. So when he came back... Um, Long story short, he was just doing retail arbitrage still, and he wanted to get into wholesale to really try and scale the business. So he asked me if I would be able to help him, you know, because like hitting, you know, communicating is my more my thing. So I was able to like hit the phones and build relationships with these wholesalers and suppliers. And long story short, that was nine months ago. We were doing about $46,000 a month, and we're going to do close to 200000 this month. So That's awesome. That's where we started. Right, so you've been, you've been doing it for nine months. I've been doing it for uh, a little over two months now. So mm -hmm. my, my first venture into e-commerce was uh, in October yes. um, last year. Okay. I jumped into Shopify, right? And yeah. I did that for about a month, and it, it didn't really work out. But um, So then I jumped into, well... I think was it was probably in like January or February. I think I reached out to you. It was late just, February. Yeah, I had always been interested in e-commerce, and I I knew people were doing big things on Amazon, and mm -hmm. and uh, I was really scared. But I reached out to you, and um, you wanted you let me come down and talk to you, and you know, I think after one meeting, I kind of went out. I did it myself, and you did. I <clears> went out. I spent uh, I think a thousand dollars on my first shopping spree, and I mean it was a little scary and uh, a little worried, but. It worked out good, and um, you know the biggest thing you just gotta get started, and and you'll learn along the way. I've learned so much, and I'm still learning. So you spent a thousand bucks on your first shopping trip. Yes, that's so interesting because yes. uh, Dawson, um, a friend of mine who's listening right now, was messaging me last night, and he asked me uh, how much did I spend on my first trip. I told him fifty to a hundred bucks. Simon's like, uh, ah, I went with a thousand. Yeah. Um, Holy crap, man! The faster you skill, you the more money you're gonna have to spend. Um, I mean, if you have a good, if, if you have, I mean, not everybody has a, right. you know, a budget like that, but, right. you know, and you can find things around your house, of course, and, and I, I had a friend that I just helped get started here the other day, he mm -hmm. found a lot of stuff around the house, and he also mm -hmm. went to some garage sales, and he actually uses Facebook Marketplace. Yes, you know, that's a great one. There, so. He lives yeah. around here? Yeah. Where the hell did he go to a garage sale? I want to know. <laughs> um... I don't. I'm not sure if it's a garage sale, but he, he does. He hit up. He hits up um, Facebook Marketplace. And that, that's, that's a like good one. Strategy. Yeah, yeah, Facebook Marketplace. I actually just uh, yesterday. She's gonna send me some pictures today. Hooked up with a woman who said she has mountains of 
kids' toys that she wants to give away. So I said, yeah, I'll take them off your hands. That's eBay flip waiting to happen right there. So uh, I got a couple questions here. I was thinking maybe that you and I could both give our our takes on this. Let's do it. Um, So here is a – so Mike Wheeler uh, asked me, inventory versus advertising. And basically he said, should you have a lot of inventory before you advertise or should you let the people, the amount of people that uh, contact you or are interested in your product determine your inventory from there? All right, so we're so if we're talking about eBay advertising. Um, well, I think he's talking about with anything. I think that he like might have like something that he wants to like just sell online in general. So like I think okay. this is like just e-commerce in general. If you're selling things online. Should you have a stockpile of inventory before you start advertising, or should you? No, I, mean, I don't think so either. I, I literally, when I, when I get home from shopping, I list everything right away. But you know, I, I don't think you need to. Um, and the other thing too is get get your product on a, on as many sites as possible. Yes. Uh, whether that's eBay, Craigslist, Facebook Marketplace. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're really trying to sell something. Get on as many platforms as possible, and you can even jump into Amazon yeah. as like an FBM mm-hmm. by merchant. Very so, easy to set up, right? So I mean, no, I don't think you need to wait. And honestly, you you want to when you're first starting, you want to try to get as much profit as you can so you can reinvest it back. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, that's kind of my opinion on it. What, what do you think? Yeah, I think that you should buy a reasonable amount. Like, let's just use the example if you want to start selling T-shirts, right? Uh, right. So I, I think, you know, for, yeah, I mean, I don't think you need to order a hundred of every size, but I also think you should order more than one. You know what I mean? I think that you should find something that you can, like, you just have to feel it out with something you can afford. You know what I mean? Don't overextend yourself on the, on, uh, you know, the, um, the quantity because you're going to want to save some money to run ads too. And another interesting perspective is, like you said, I really love the point of getting your product on as many platforms as possible because I think that too many people are too concerned with the numbers on their page. Like too many people are worried about the amount of followers and likes that they have on Instagram, for example. Like I'm trying to run a business, right? I'm trying to sell a product. I'm not concerned about the amount of engagement and followers that I have on one platform. I want to get my product everywhere so I have the best chance of selling it. Not, you know, people people are too scared to post a video or a picture on Instagram because they're scared they're not going to get enough likes. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I post my stuff on every – I post on LinkedIn every single day and on some posts I get zero likes. I don't care. You know what I mean? I don't care. I'm. I want awareness for my product, so I think that's a really good point. Yeah, and the other thing too is, um, you know, I like to utilize all free traffic that I can mm-hmm. before I actually start paying for it. Yes. So and there's like, I mean, we talk about there's so many platforms. That's why I love eBay and Amazon. Yeah. I mean, the website itself driving all the traffic. Exactly. Essentially, just selling it. So then that, that's the difference between like Shopify and kind of marketplace and things like that but also like there's other strategies you know you have facebook groups if you if you target uh specialized groups for mm-hmm. you're selling you can get a few more sales that way but yeah i try to use all the free traffic i can and honestly i, I don't pay for ads unless i have to right yeah take advantage of organic traffic like linkedin and tiktok organic reach right now dude i gained 100 followers on tiktok yesterday 
yesterday. Awesome. It's crazy. It's insane. I had a video get 13,000 views, a bunch of 5,000 ones. And, and the key to that, uh, for anybody listening who wants to grow their brand on TikTok, literally, you got to post a lot. I posted like eight, right. eight videos yesterday. And another thing, I've, I've gotten a lot of good feedback on TikTok about uh, people saying that my content is original. And that means a lot because TikTok right now, <clears throat> when I first started hearing Gary Vee talk about TikTok, I'm like, oh, I got to do all these dances and all this dumb shit. But in reality, it's not even like there's so much attention on there. I don't all I do is I I post real information about e-commerce, what I know best, and then I I just post that out and I use the hashtags, you know, e-commerce, Amazon FBA. I'm not on there trying to blow up with like dances. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's how you build an actual audience cuz anybody right, can well, get views. Like- and, and the dancing, I mean, that's you want to be real with yourself. I mean, right. it's not what you do. You don't always no. do it to get the views, but... Right. So, yeah, and I, and I think TikTok over time will transform that. If I they add pictures, it will be like the new Instagram. If they add a picture option, yeah. it'll be the right. new Instagram. Right. So this is a good segue into the next question I have. Um, this is one that I get actually a couple times a week. How long should you be sitting on inventory for Amazon and eBay? <clears throat> a lot of people I think, yeah. go ahead, go on I, I think I think 60 days is a good turnover rate um, if you're selling product in, within 60 days I think that's good for e-commerce yeah I have um, to agree I think people get discouraged if it doesn't sell that week you know what I mean <laughs> it's so <laughs> yeah, it takes some patience I mean some things will sell I mean right I mean, right in like hours. <clears throat> it just depends on I have things selling in an hour and then I have things that sell in a year you know what I mean? And that's a that's a lesson learned on the one that sold in a year. Hey, maybe that's not the best product. But, um, hey, let's answer this one real quick. Uh, Dawson just asked, is it better to have a wide range and variety of products or have a few staple products that you just find a ton of? What's your take? Um, honestly, if you have a hot product, like a good staple product, I think it's good. Um, Run with it while you can, but you have to keep variety. Right, well, because it's not all, it might not always be like that. Exactly. I have a great example. So for Amazon, we sell tons of different products. Like, I'm going to have to, like, give everybody a tour to, like, really show them. Like, I'm talking, like, thousands of ASINs, thousands of different products. Um, And so we had a situation come up with these puzzles that we were selling and that we still are selling. But, like, the last two months of quarantine... I, Caleb, you can ask him, he's been doing it for four years. He said, I've never, ever in my life seen a product move like these puzzles, right? So we, are we running with it while we can? Yes, but it's already dwindling down and we know eventually right. it's going to be over with, right. but we're still doing it. We're still killing that, but then we're also getting new suppliers in different areas, you know, we're adding new grocery suppliers, you know what I mean? Like new electronic suppliers. So like variety is the best if you ask me, but if you have a product that hits, run with it for as long as you can. Right. And right now during the pandemic, you know, we're going to have products that are going to sell faster. And then like you said, it's going to eventually slow down. Um, and I'm like, I, I mean, I'm still buying puzzles, but I have noticed a little bit of a drop off and but there's other products that are picking up. And just for, like, example, a lot of summer stuff, um, when you talk about swimming and uh, bubbles, they, uh, chalk, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I also have another example. Because, like, so right here, there's these uh, so these clue games. Like, we were moving, like, I mean, these things were selling, like, 
three a day and, and now they're slowing down so it's just it just depends so i mean i think it's good to have like right now honestly i have a lot of variety um yeah i don't really have any i haven't really started to jump into wholesaling yet mm-hmm. i think i think that's when you really focus on like a staple product yes um, that you that you can look to sell a lot of it and i do have a few of those products but um for now like i mean if you're going shopping like to the stores i think just kind of buy if you're going out to walmart or like target or myers or mm-hmm. anywhere like that i would say just just buy whatever you can make money on exactly exactly don't don't overthink it in the beginning <clears throat> if you're just getting started yeah dawson it it is about finding the demand of the people like supply and demand the oldest business rule in the book you know what i mean find what the people want and give it to them and, well i think when you're first getting started it's better to just buy anything that makes money you know? yeah yeah i wouldn't focus on a single product or a few products i would buy anything that that you can make money on you know while we're while we're on here just to bring some value to some people real quick i got a bag next to me from goodwill yesterday so <clears throat> Yeah, goodwill. Yeah, yeah. Listen, so so that's one of my favorite places. I know, man. I know. And dude, people are cleaning out their houses. This quarantine, Goodwill just opened back up two days ago. Everybody, my uncle works there, who works at our warehouse here too, and he's like, he's like, oh my god, the amount of stuff people are bringing is crazy. I'm like, good to know, John. I'm heading in there. It's like garage sailing. It is like garage sailing, and the stuff is dirt cheap. But anyway. I went in there just to get warmed up for garage sale season because as the Amazon business has grown, I've started doing less and less like eBaying, you know, just because it's, I really enjoy it. I love it. But like, you know, if we're talking like money and building a business, Amazon is what I'm up to. But anyway, I found some licks in there yesterday. This right here, listen, large mini mouse plush. I saw this. I was like, boom, you type in large mini mouse plush. These things are going for 30 bucks. This stuff is so like anything that That's is a great nostalgia is a great yeah. thing for eBay like like for garage selling and like anything that's like collectible is is super hot dude this was a this was 2.99 and I'm going to sell it for 30 can't can't you can't beat, beat that. that it's pretty light easy to ship this one's yeah. pretty cool too Brita we sell a ton of Brita stuff I, anytime I see something Brita on sale at like Kroger or Walmart I buy it Brand new in the box Brita filter, three ninety nine. I think this goes for like thirty thirty five. That's what it completes for. So, just that's just two awesome flips at uh, just it, it took me thirty minutes in Goodwill and I found probably seventy dollars profit worth of stuff. Right. I mean, you can find a lot of things. Uh, <clears throat> maybe you have a good some good Goodwill. I know when I was in Columbus, mm. Goodwill's down there were awesome. And that's where I'd swipe the clothing. You know, I just skim through the clothes real quick and picked out any name brand. Yeah. Good condition. Um, just sold something now. Did you see that that comment? Just uh, sold something. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, link. Yep. Yeah. Is that the dude you said you uh, helped get started? Yeah, I helped him get started. Um, I think he's ran out to Walmart once now, and and he, like I said, he was doing a lot of Facebook Marketplace. Awesome. So, and Dawson is going to make his first run today. Right, Dawson? Sweet. Yeah, I don't know if, if anyone watched my video last night, but thing when we shop at Walmart, I mean, you have 90 days to return your product. There's nothing to be you know worried about. Yeah, hang on to your Almost. receipts. That's a really good point. Hang on to your yeah, receipts. Yeah, hang on to your receipts. And, if you have something that doesn't I, sell after three months, take it back. Wait, Get your money back. I, I bought five Nintendo Switch lights because they were selling. I was selling some. Mm-hmm. And then they stopped selling just in the 
product just dropped like fifty dollars wow. a week. So now they're just not even moving at all. So I had to take them back. But like, I mean, then I mean that's like six hundred bucks. You know, I had three or four of them. So mm-hmm. that's like that's just an example. Hey, I got uh, one more question here. This is this is fun. I could do this all day long. Uh, but uh, when to outsource tasks? That's a message I got on Instagram. Uh, somebody with a Amazon business. I, I don't want to get the number wrong. I believe he said he's doing somewhere between like twenty five and fifty thousand a month uh, on Amazon, and he's wondering when he should start to outsource tasks. So. What's your take on that? I know that you are super busy with your right. boat business um, and eBay. Yeah. yeah, um, you know, I think it takes a few months. Like right now, like like my brother's helping me a lot, which is actually very useful. But um, I mean, you got to be making a profit first, and I mean, any any time you can save save uh, your time to you know make more profit. <clears throat> uh, I mean, that's more. I think that's more because I'm not doing that yet. I think you could probably answer that question a little better. But yeah. Um, but, um, if you ask me, you start outsourcing yeah. the second you can afford it. That's what you yeah, need to do. If you want to scale, if you want to scale, I'm like, we want to build a huge business and do it, uh, as quickly as possible. So, and, and that's why we have eight employees already. Um, cause you have to like outsource things. And, but I like that you said that you have your brother because I believe you got to put your friend, your family and friends to work first. You know what I mean? Get as much free or underpriced work as you can from your family as friends until that that isn't sustainable anymore, and then you can uh, start looking to hire people. And I think another yeah. thing, uh, people get too scared about hiring because they're you know they don't want to give up. You know, like people who build a business, <clears throat> like for Caleb to bring me in, and then now be you know like part owner of the company, like that takes a lot when you have built when you started it you know what i mean for three years from the ground up it's like your child you know what i mean um and a lot of people struggle with giving up power in their business but if you want to grow you have to you have to like give that person whatever it is that you that you need them to do you need to just let them do it and you know what i mean like don't you don't have to give your two cents on everything like don't overthink everything and then you just see how it plays out Hiring is guessing, firing is knowing. You know what I mean? I like it. Yeah, when you like it. when you fire somebody, you know they weren't a good fit. Like that's why you fired them. And I think another thing is people keep people around too long just because they don't want to be wrong about hiring them, or they don't want to, uh, you know, they don't, they don't want to like look bad bad themselves. Like they have they don't have the humility to be like I messed up hiring this person. I need to get rid of them though asap. You know, I listened to a podcast once that said <clears throat> you want to hire people with the same values as you because mm-hmm. they don't have the same values, it'll never work out. So. Absolutely, absolutely. So, yeah, I think that's really important. Yeah, it's something so. that I really, really uh, try to be conscious of here in our warehouse is the vibe. I can't have a bad vibe, I'm incapable of being around bad energy or you know anything like that so i that's why i get here first i get the music bumping i set the pace for the day so that when people come in the vibe is already set you know and they're kind of like all right here we go we're ready to show up we're ready to work so and you know surrounding yourself with good people and i've been in your office and i say i love the environment thank you i put a lot of work into the vibe here i really do And it's, it's very different than, like, a normal workplace, you know, which I think is 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I make music and have it bumping on the, you know what I mean? Like, you walk in here, it's, it, you're right. It, and I'm not going to lie, it's a different environment. It's unlike, right. it's unlike any, uh, any other workplace. Yeah, I just, I, everyone needs to know, you know, you, you can't scale your business. I just want, just as a last note, you know, by yourself, you're never going to scale your business. Absolutely. You, you have to utilize other people. Absolutely. Other people is the greatest asset you have. You can't do it all alone. No matter how smart you are, no matter how good you are, there's only 24 hours in a day. Right. You cannot right. You can do it. You so long and buy so much stuff. Right, right. I mean, you're going to hit a wall eventually, you know. That's, that's you know, when I joined Caleb, that's where he was at. You know what I mean? Like, it had been, uh, who is Mogley? What's so funny? <laughs> Podcast listeners, I'm talking about the people on the Instagram live. Don't mind me. Uh no option. Hey, Austin knows. No option. That's my favorite song that I've made. That's a banger. If you guys don't, if you guys, for anybody listening, if you haven't, uh, if you haven't checked out my SoundCloud, go check it out. Just type in my name, Jared Threshold. I got some, some low key heat on there. Got some stuff, you know, hustling music, and then I got some more deep stuff too. But uh, anyway, Simon, I am gonna jump off here. I know that we are both super busy. Probably got a lot of work to do. Uh, real quick. It's actually a rainy day, so not too much. But oh yeah, yeah okay. In, indoor stuff. So. Yes, yeah. E-commerce. Yeah, I have a full day listing. Yeah, hey, <laughs> fun stuff. Um, yeah. Let's answer this real quick. I have about three to four hundred Matchbox cars. Do I sell them as a whole or a separate? If you want to make the most money, you sell them separate. <clears throat> it takes more time. It's more tedious, but you will make a, so much more money if you sell them one by one. That's my opinion. What do you think, Simon? Yeah, I'd agree. Um, I mean, it's very seldom to buy sell something as a pair, unless it makes like more sense if I can ship it cheaper or something. But right, yeah, I, I would sell them separately. Same with like if you're gonna get like a ton of plush toys, you know. Yes. Sell them all oh yeah, so. we sell so much plush for those right. Matchbox cars, Dawson. You need to go to uh, you need to go hit up Walmart or something. Baseball cards. Oh my God, dude, those are on the those are on a come up right now. Seriously. Sports cards are making their way back. You need to list all of this shit one by one. You'll make thousands of dollars if you have $2,000 baseball cards and football cards and you have three to 400 max bus cards. I promise you. You're gonna, you'll make a ton of money if you list them one by one. You need to go to Walmart. I don't want to run all the way over there and grab them, but you need to go get little bubble mailers, little envelopes, the smallest ones. They're size 000. And you need to you need to buy a ton of those, and that's what you're going to use to ship these. It'll, the, all these things, that, Matchbox cars and sports cards, that's like the cheapest thing you could ever ship. You know, so that's that's awesome. You need you need to list those all one by one. Um, it's going to take you like, dude, don't even go shopping today. Just do that all day. Like, do research. Michael Jordan rookie card. <laughs> oh my god, dude, that that's going for a lot of money right now. A lot. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know too much about the cards, but I'm sure they are. Dawson, yeah. you need to do your research all day today. You need to put in the man hours and list all of that stuff one by one on eBay. It's crazy how creative you can get just looking around your house. I'm, I mean, there's so many things that people you know aren't using; they just have sitting away. Yeah. So definitely a great chance to make some good money. Absolutely, that's a good way to end it. Thanks to everybody uh, who tuned in. Really appreciate it. And uh, everybody listening on the podcast. We're going to do this again tomorrow at 11 a.m., right? 
Yes. All right. So, so if you guys have questions, uh, DM them to Simon or myself, and they will be answered tomorrow. Dawson, no problem, brother. I hope this helps, and uh, I hope to hear some good news about how your eBay store is going here soon. So, anyway, we'll see you guys all tomorrow. Peace. I'll talk to you later, Simon. Peace out. See you. Yep. Later. If I can figure out how to end her. There we go.